Welcome to Game Theory and Money for Week 10 as we make our way just past the halfway point of the NFL season. I'm here with Cynthia Freeland, Matt Money-Smith, and our math magician runs 10,000 simulations on every game thanks to her fancy model that predicts how these games are going to play out with exact point totals. You'll know who wins, how much they win by, and what the character of the game looks like. And a big thank you to all of you who have downloaded, subscribed, listened, shared on social media. We certainly appreciate it. And as we uh, work our way into this point of the season, Cynthia, uh, we do have playoff percentages that get updated. So you're also projecting uh, what the postseason is going to look like based on all the information you have through eight or nine games. And newsflash, sorry, Money, you're going to be working in January. You thought you'd maybe potentially yeah. be able to, you know, Get start getting like only t- like seven jobs instead of 20. Still going to be with 20. As uh, the Chargers finish the first half of the season, six and two, uh, and you look at the back half of the schedule, I had kind of figured, and I'm okay with that. You know, turns out I'm all right <laughs> calling games for a team that is uh, going to get into the tournament. All right, give us a quick pick. Let's get started, Cynthia. Okay, so in Lincoln Financial Field. So you have to know where that is. The I mean, link. We're not going to give it away. We'll give it away later. But there's going to be more points scored there than you might think. In fact, that meeting between the two teams that are playing there is the second lowest projected point total for the season. Okay. Or for, not for the season, for the week. And I think that that gets obliterated. Okay. Way more points there. Points at the link. It seems like uh... – points are a little bit easier to come by in the NFL these days. So teams that historically have been uh, models of defensive prowess are getting blown off the field, and it has been a point plethora uh, all season long. And I will say just quickly before we start and recap last week, the link – You can eat chicken and pizza, and then you go there. There you go, chicken and pizza, and then you got the clink. So (laughs) East Coast link – West Coast clink. All right, recap. Week nine, straight up ten and three against the number six and seven. Uh, you are one for three on your confidence picks, and that puts you at sixteen and thirteen on the Correct. season when it comes to your confidence <laughs> picks. All right, so are we ready? Week we're, ten, we're always ready. Freeland's favorites. Uh, games that you are in step with the number. We start with the Saints coming off a huge victory. Mercury Morris pops the champagne because the Rams will not be perfect. In 2018, that's right. Cue up the brass. And the Saints get the victory. Let's see, we got the Saints by four and a half up in Cincinnati. And you know what's great about this one? Who dat versus who day. This is a who dat, who day bowl. So, and it's very confusing because the Bengals are hashtag seize the day. So it, that's I'm just like what? That's why because yeah, they're the who day. So seize the day, and they probably they spell it seize D-E-Y. It. They do. Yeah, they do. That's how you get the little fancy thing on the exactly. screen, you know, with the little logo. Yeah, the little, logo. The little the little Easter egg uh, that you get from that. There you go. Uh, so what do you got? Okay, so I have the Saints winning outright in 71% of the models. The most likely score, 29-22. So that's by, you know, a touchdown in this one, which is more than, than the four and a half points. <laughs> um, I do have a lower scoring total. It's, you know, 29 and 22 is less than 54. So that's, it seems kind of crazy because we saw an offensive explosion. And both of these teams are really good at offense. 
But the main thing here is really the Saints' big play ability and the passing game and really the fact that the the Bengals on defense are very susceptible, especially to passing. I'm not so much concerned that they have the lowest total defensive ranking in terms of yards, but I am care I do care a lot about third down and their fifty five point nine percent does rank worse. So that's really the biggest difference. I think I speak for everyone when I asked how many touchdowns for Des Bryant. That's what I want. Two Three. This week? This week. Four. Does he play this week? I don't, I don't even so. know. I think the answer this week is zero. And I think next week we see him on the field, and I think he gets the touchdown Okay. There. So we're Take going that. way into the future, but I don't think he plays this week. All right, let's go to the Pats at the Titans. Pats coming off a thrashing of the Packers. Was supposed to be a Brady v. Rogers showdown. It really wasn't. Neither quarterback played great. Also, they don't play each other. I used to hate it with Peyton yeah. Manning, too. They don't play each Manning, other. Brady, they don't, and obviously it's not fair to compare one who's playing against probably Probably either a better coaching staff or a better staff defense, whatever it may be. You like Mike McCarthy? But um, (laughs) it's not that I don't like him. It's just that it's hard to say, hey, you've got a coaching advantage when Bill Belichick is the guy standing on the other sideline. In this one, the Patriots win in 72% of those simulations. The most likely score comes out to be 27-20. That is more than 6.5 points. Barely, yeah, by so the absolute slimmest stay of margins. Stay away from that. Uh, stay away from that. Yeah, the, the Titans are interesting just because of their their time of possession. Uh, they are the ultimate checkdown offense, and they milk a ton of clock. But I like the Pats a little bigger here just because they tend to come up with the big play. The, and it's sort of similar to what we saw with the Chargers where – you have the Titans just dinking and dunking the entire way down, and they're settling for field goals, and out comes Phillip Rivers, and it's a one-play touchdown drive, and it's a three-play touchdown drive. And I know ultimately that Titans team, you could argue, should have got out with the win. Uh, they had a chance to do it in that two-point conversion, and I think that's why a lot of people view this as a team that can keep it close. But it just doesn't look like an offense that's going to be able to keep up with something like what the Patriots have going right now on that side of the ball. I think where the Titans will ultimately end up this season is nowhere near how good that they can be and next week, next week, next season, what we'll see from them. But really in this game, it comes down to the Titans offense. where like you talked about not being able to kind of outpace Tom Brady and their ability on offense. Yeah, between, again, Malcolm Butler and a hobbled Kenny Vaccaro, I just think Tom Brady carves them up yeah. in that secondary. All right, let's go to, uh, speaking of the Chargers, Chargers at the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders continue to fall apart and just because they're losing pieces. Uh, They traded their defensive captain away before the season started. Then they waived their second defensive captain in Bruce Irvin. Uh, They have an offensive line that might be the worst in the league. Uh, It's a big number. The Chargers on the road. uh, And this is, you know, the big rivalry. Northern California, Southern California, Bolts, V Raiders. And uh, it's the Chargers by 10, Mm -hmm. which is a big number. But at the same time... I think much like Aaron Rodgers embraces that rivalry rivalry with the rivalry. Bears. It's, that uh, rivalry. I hate saying it. Try to say rivalry week. I got to do rivalry that. Rivalry week. It's, it's just, <laughs> man, whenever I see an UCLA tangle out here. Anyway, uh, don't get it twisted. Rivers wants to put it on the Raiders. Every time they play, he wants to throw seven touchdowns and beat them 50 to nothing. So if you think this is going to be one of those games where, ah, uh, they'll go up a couple scores and then maybe just cruise to victory, no, that that's not how that man operates. He's looking to humiliate this team. It's funny that you say 50 because I think that the, the – 
that's kind of where the magic number is in this one. And I think they stay under that, but I think they win by more than 10. So I have the Chargers winning in almost 80% of the simulations. The most likely score, 31-19. That 19 is generous, and that's that's a very generous 19 because, to be honest with you, it's very hard for a model to predict something in the single digits. We only saw it a couple of times just in general last season. This season you rarely see that. Like, But I think it could be even bigger than that. For my model to predict, 31 to 19, you, you're pretty familiar with it. This is it's a big number. That's that's really that's a, a very strong indication of the Chargers' ability not only to win but also to, to win significantly. So I don't necessarily think that that is a, um, a high score. I think that's a pretty decently a low score. But uh, I think you said it like two weeks ago where you're like, yeah, because it's a lot easier to beat someone 47 nothing to beat someone 50 nothing so and it's it's kind of the same thing <laughs> the uh just real quick one of the things i would point out and i wish i had the stat in front of me but i got it in the uh my prep for the game coming up yeah. this week right now Derek carr is being sacked at a higher rate than david was the year he got absolutely wrecked as a rookie for the houston texans it's not over the course of the whole season it was a recent stat but i think it it paints that picture because we heard, well, who knows what David Carr's career could have been had he not been, you know, shell-shocked by all of the incoming he took that rookie season. And because this offensive line is so bad and so leaky, and that was one of their strengths. I mean, when you talk about the interior of that line with Jackson and Hudson and Assembly, it just hasn't been there because their tackles have been such a liability. And uh, that's... You know that teams aren't even rushing against their tackles anymore. They're not even bothering to. Yeah, it's. They're not even. They're just totally like, you know what? I'll just come on the inside. We're good. They're not even bringing perimeter pressure at a rate that that really matters. It's it's kind of. They're just kind of like, well, it's. it's I think it's clear. I think right. it's clear what what kind of the the Raiders have been doing, and that's. So yeah, I, it's, do you it's a long term play. Is the I got euphemism a piece of for, it. for it? What do we got? I got a piece of trivia for you. Um, so obviously last time they met was my favorite piece of sound from this whole. Thing. Ah yes, Philip. Nice defense, huh? Yeah. Nice yeah, so. defense, huh? <laughs> now the Chargers did push back on that and say that he was not, and of course I guess they would write that he was not insulting the Raiders, but was pointing it out to his teammates. Sure, of course, sure. got it. Yeah, I'll that's exactly it. what he's doing. Nice defense, huh? So, all right. So here's my trivia for you. This okay. is a fun fact for your friends. Okay, so Oakland obviously last in NFL pressure rate, so 14 percent. In terms of total pressures, that adds up to 35. There are one, two, three. Four more, four defensive ends. Individuals. Individuals. Individual defensive players that have more quarterback pressures than the Raiders. All right, I'll give you Miles Garrett, and I'll give you Aaron Donald. Who are the other two? I mean, I'm looking at it. Okay. Good old G Suite by Google. Yep. Unfortunately, you can't you can't fool me with I the can't trivia. Trick you. I can't, can't play your you. reindeer games here, Cynthia. But go ahead, share with the folks I, who else. I thought one was going to be Khalil Mack. It's not. He's been out, but out. it's D Ford. Okay. Welcome to Kansas City. And Jerry Hughes. Yeah. I would imagine just again bias and people are tired of hearing it. Then Melvin Ingram's got to be pretty close up there yeah, as well. Yeah, he's close. But um, but as a whole yeah. team. Well, what? It, Turns out when you trade Khalil Mack and then wave <laughs> Bruce. So we've, we're, we're trading one of the best pass rushers in the NFL before the season starts. And then we're going to wave the best pass rusher remaining on our team. Yeah, okay. That, that's kind of why those numbers bear out. Critics. What's that? The critics are going to be critics. That's right, yeah. John. The critics are going to be critics. All right. Oh, John. Okay. okay. All right. So let's get to the Cowboys at 
Eagles Where did Sunday they play? Night Football. I do believe that is the link. It is the link. Lincoln so, Financial Field. We gave away that there's going to be a higher scoring affair than we originally thought. However, Eagles win in almost 70% of the simulations. The score. There you go. I like whoa, the screech of whoa, an eagle. Whoa. It is our I went to simple. Boston College. We had an eagle that screamed like that every time we scored. And I always got it confused with St. Joe's because the St. Joe's mascot. I can see where all these Catholics has to together. flap its wings the entire game. That's like Shush. the trick. Yes. Yeah, so you got to have monster tries and shoulders to be wow. the St. Joe's mascot. Baldwin. Boston College does not. Baldwin, that's our eagle. Yeah. He didn't need to do no, that. No, Baldwin just Although cruises. he does go on his head quite often and do this like kind of cool right. like headstand but thing. just think about that i mean just constantly flapping your or wings. guy right or well or way better catholic patrol man you know way you better catholics than us all right what do we got so right now the number is philadelphia by just under a touchdown six and a half you have a score of 26 18 most okay. likely eagles so win eight. a ton and they're and it's actually pretty convincing that they are win by at least a touchdown so 58 percent of the time they're by a touchdown why because their third down is increasing so the things that they need to do when to win games like in this kind of a misleading stat. So in in their wins, they're they're converting on third down 51% of the time. In their losses, 29% of the time. It's really the net difference of that spread. So that 22% that you're seeing there, maybe in losses, most most teams it's like 15%, 10%. That's bigger than than what's what's kind of a normal third down erosion when you lose games and, and win games. But they're closing that gap and getting Golden Tate, who's great on third down and that's yards after the catch on third down. That makes a huge difference, especially since newsflash, maybe not Sean Lee. Yeah. Sadly, every year. Great player. Unfortunately, just cannot seem to stay healthy. Uh, I know there's there's no athleticism between the lines attached to it, but the Cowboys just seem to be unraveling. Uh, When you've got Troy Aikman going on, Dallas shows saying that they need wholesale changes from the top down, to some degree questioning their coach. You wonder if any of those players are all that To some degree questioning their coach? Yeah. So, I mean, well, he he, (laughs) kind of almost backed off Garrett and was like, it's it's not necessarily on him. I mean, you could – this is not a new thing when it comes to coaches. I mean, they've won – like the the stat with the, the Cowboys is crazy. They have won three, three playoff games. Since they were last a dominant dynasty, dynastic power in the Ooh, 90s. So, you got the word dynastic in. I, I think got everybody would. So, 95. Since 1995. I mean, you're talking about 23 years. They have won three playoff games. That's and crazy. when I was a mere elementary school student. In 95? I think so. Was I? No. I was 12. 95, I graduated college. I think I was 12. Oh, so I was in school. How yeah. about that? I guess yeah, that's I true. 13. I graduated. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I'm an old man. Yep. Uh, all right. So you have the Eagles winning by eight. Yeah. And I think this is when we see the Eagles really start to pull. And ahead Golden and Tate. Yeah. You have the Golden opportunity Tate's to have the bye week to kind of get settled in. Yeah. And and then I do want to talk about. You know, we talk. There was a lot of questioning. Obviously, every single media outlet's like, "What's wrong with the offense? Is it Scott Linehan? Is it everything? Is Dak Prescott whatever? And the pre-snap motion and play action, whatever. The answer is, it's kind of everything. Like Amari Cooper, I went back and, and tracked all of his routes, and he ran great routes. He got great separation. Amari Cooper is not the problem. Like maybe they gave up too much for him. You could have that debate, but Amari Cooper showed us Which that they he did. has potential. That that's not the that's not the question yeah. I'm seeking to answer right now. I'm like, did he do what they expected? Meaning, it, it was he running the routes they were asking, and it, it did appear that that's right. So some positivity there. Um, all right, let's move on to the Giants at 49ers. So we go from Sunday night football to Monday night football. Uh, the number likes the 49ers and Nick Mullins by a field goal, and that's kind of what you typically get uh, when you get to play at home. So maybe this is more of an even 
uh, game because that's, again, what you tend to get here. Yeah, so uh, look, for me, this one is a, a – it's a 49ers win. It's a – it's a 24-20. 49ers is the most – that's the most likely score in my model. So 62.5% of the simulations have has San Francisco winning. So that's a pretty convincing number. Ultimately, for me, the, the overwhelming thing in here is what I've seen or haven't seen from the Giants defense. So being able to – read what the defense has planned for you being able to read the coverage is it man is it zone like they're giving Nick Mullen and Mullins an opportunity to have it to read I can't believe I'm saying this about the Giants defense because like I think about the Giants defense and I think about when you know they had Michael Strahan and Osu Minura and like all these sure. passers and it's just not that defense anymore. Well, it's not like they don't have names I mean it's a decent names it's, yes it's, but it's production a, no that's the problem and I think right. a lot of it too though is that the offense has been so bad um so you got to remember I mean the, the defense can be a product of offensive ineptitude it all and works together getting right. fatigued because and by the way the, the, but they're but they're remember the 49 has not had the coverages and the disguises they haven't been sure. able to trick people into thinking oh is it three is it like they have not been able to to figure that out i think right? the one thing to to remember here because it does seem like this is one where a lot of people are are piling on the giants i'm not piling on them no, I, I, know. I like the Giants. i know yeah. i'm just saying that in this case remember the, the 49ers beat up on a team that looks to be historically bad Do I th- in the second half of the season up. last I, I, week. So no this beat- is not going to look like that. Raider there's no game. beat down here. I'm not beating down on anyone. I'm. I'm. No beat down. No, I'm okay. just. I'm saying advantage to Kyle Shanahan his ability to scheme versus a very depleted Giants defense. Okay. We'll That's that. really it. All right, let's go to Panthers. Gosh, we just went bang, 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 primetime. Now we're on Thursday Night Football. Panthers at Steelers. Cam Newton, uh, you can argue, statistically enjoying the best season of his career, even ahead of that MVP campaign, especially in terms of a passer. Uh, The number, Pittsburgh by four, at home, short week. Heinz Field, uh, what do you like? Steelers to win, 63.3% of the Sims. And the most likely score is 28-23, which is five points, which is more than four points. Turns out it is. Turns out it is. Um, I think they're – like, look, this one's really interesting because as I was going through, we do like a Thursday night video. It comes out. It'll be like – it's a one-minute video. So it's it's actually a pretty good one. So give us 60 seconds of your time is what you're saying. Exactly. That's all we're asking 60 seconds of your time. And it's it's really interesting that the biggest reason – that the Steelers come out on top. It's Pittsburgh's ability to use their elite pressure to stop Cam from picking up first downs on his feet. When you make it so that Cam is in an obvious passing situation, then your pressure has a has an advantage, right? So right. putting Cam in obvious pressure situations or obvious passing situations is where the Steelers' defense gets an advantage. They've had a you know number five in total pressure, so 101 if you're keeping track. You know ultimately ultimately their uptick in their defense is something that doesn't match up to the things that. You know, if you're if you're a Carolina fan, it's something that stops Cam. So the things that the Steelers defense have been able to really do better at lately is something that they can they have a they could likely have a plan to. Yeah, and it's two teams that have really good quarterbacks, but really want to run the ball. Um, or and I guess it makes it unique because it is you know they always say kind of styles make the fight. It's similar. Granted, they don't have an Antonio Brown, and Cam is not the passer that Ben Roethlisberger Devin Funches is. Devin Funches isn't Antonio Brown. Turns out, what? turns out he's not. He's uh, however, both of them played their college football 
in the state of Michigan. How about that go. one right off the top of the head? When one you go to a Central Michigan game, they fire a cannon. Let's every go time, Chips. The, every time the Chippewas score, they fire a cannon. It's actually pretty terrifying because you're like, this is a small stadium. What are you doing? You know what you just heard? What? A game of one-upsmanship. That's what that was. <laughs> Listen, exactly I should that hope was. that if there's one thing I can one-up you and it's Michigan trivia. Like the state of Michigan trivia I should get you on. I don't know. I think I, <laughs> you, you only grew up there and spent the majority of your life there. I think I, I, think I might have a puncher's chance. A, uh, a reminder, if you're listening to the – not really a reminder, just us acknowledging your brilliance. Uh, if you listen to this podcast, perhaps you find yourself as a titan in business, and we want to make sure you know all about ZipRecruiter and making sure you get the right candidates to apply for your job. And it's efficient, right? Efficiency is important. Your time is money, and the less time you spend – thumbing through resumes that don't apply to the job you have out there uh, that people are applying for is a waste of your time. So go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Game Theory because that way you're not going to depend on candidates finding you. ZipRecruiter finds them for you. It is matching technology, scans thousands of resumes, finds the people with the precise skills, the education, the experience that you are looking for, and that actively, then it actively invites them to apply. So you get qualified candidates fast. It is rated number one by who? The people that are employing workers. Number one by employers in the United States, and that comes from a trusted reviewer. Over 1,000 reviews have led to ZipRecruiter's number one status. And right now you can try it for free. What's better than that? Nothing. Exactly right. ZipRecruiter.com slash Game Theory. ZipRecruiter.com slash Game Game theory. Hey, you want some? You want some trivia, Cynthia? Please. How do you spell recruiter? Not how it's spelled in the Google Doc. R E C. Uh huh. Come on, sound it out. R E C R E C U. No. R E C R U. Okay. I T E R, but that's wrong. Horns. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, well All done. right. Good. Uh, ZipRecruiter. Spell. I do math. Com I was told there'd be no spelling. Slash. I remember it was a word I struggled with. Uh, I was spelling champ in fifth grade. Never missed a word. As a matter of fact, Mr. Layloff's class. Uh, but recruiter was one I struggled with, like some. And uh, I still remember my my little brain when I was in like kindergarten, uh, and I still have Aww. a tiny brain. But I remember Wednesday always gave me trouble, so I would go in going Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And recruiter is that way. Recruiter. So, <clears throat> all right, the smartest Perfect. way to hire. That was worthless. Let's get back to the games. Not ZipRecruiter's not my story about Mr. Layloff and fifth grade at Kenwood School. I actually love it. On the uh, south side of the Chicagoland Chicago. area. All right, we, uh, we now move on to what do you, where do you want to go? You want to go to uh, what, what do we do here, Cynthia? We like, we like puppies. There you go. I figured I'd let you call for the dog. I like like little puppies too. You like little well, yep. puppies have to grow up. You can't give no. them back after they're not puppies anymore, like some fancy folks in Hollywood do. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't. That's awful. It's bad. You're terrible people. All right, the dogs. There we go. That's my kind of dog. Stay away from my house, dog. you solicitor. <laughs> Keep your dumb book. <clears throat> Here we go. Cardinals and cheese. What? Encyclopedias. Isn't that what the people are selling door to door these days? <laughs> Cardinals and Chiefs, uh, Kansas City by 16 Correct. and a half. 16 and a half. Arrowhead. So, let me be clear. When I say that I like the dog here, I don't like 
Kansas City not to win this one. I just think that that's a ridiculous difference. The Chiefs win in 81% of the simulations. The most likely score is 31-17. So that's 14 points, which is huge for my model, but it's not 17 points, which is bigger. Yeah, I think <laughs> my, my big problem with that is how bad Kansas City's defense is. I mean, I get better. it. You can find yourself you can find yourself behind and you want to play catch up in order to win the game and maybe with a rookie quarterback that leads to some turnovers um, and that's how you get to that that I guess that outcome. But the Kansas City defense is not good. And when you have a talented running back like David Johnson, you can keep this game I think a lot closer than some people think when you just look at it on paper. Okay, it's the the two and six Cardinals with a rookie quarterback. They have not been good this season, and a Kansas City Chiefs offensive machine that no one's been able to slow down. It just doesn't seem. It, it's not That's congruous. Why you need some math. It's yeah. It's, That's it's why you need some math because there you go. ultimately, with a week off, the Cardinals had a chance to. So I went back and watched what they did, and obviously, look, you have a new play caller. The offense is going to change. You have to go back in history to find like what does Byron left with? What's he likely to do? So ultimately, the reason that they keep it relatively close or closer than potentially expense, expected is from some new offensive looks and the time to install them and the time to learn with the rookie quarterback against this defense. That's that's how they keep it close than expected uh, uh, by the way if 50 is the magic number yes I think it I think overwhelmingly under that magic number really yep gosh that's, lot that's, of the that's something say, that just scares me with a lot that of the sims Chiefs say 71 percent yeah. of them okay Redskins at Buccaneers by the way two embattled teams coming off losses 31 points is still a lot for the for the Chiefs Oh, yeah. So, I'm not disagreeing okay. with okay. that. Okay, just making sure. But I, it's like, it goes back to my point that I just think their defense is so bad that I could see a team hanging 21, 20. Got it. You know, all right. Redskins at Buccaneers, uh, number Whew. Tampa by three. Again, you get that field goal at home. So this one tight, according to those folks. Yeah, so model really just has the Bucks in 51% of the sim. So it's not the most – that's not the most convincing win in the model. Ultimately, for me – um, it come, This one comes down to the fact that we've got a lot of injuries on Washington's O-line is very banged up. It uh, is. The score, the most likely score is 26-24. So I might, you know, err on the side of Washington getting things back on track in this one. Um, I think it's lower scoring than – What are they down, three-fifths of their line now, yeah. I think? I think yeah. it's, yeah, three. Three starters gone. It's, yeah, that's cr- it's crazy. Kind of a lot. I mean, although I guess this is perhaps the elixir that you would need because it's the – well, at least it has Tampa been Bay's the worst gone. defensive front. They're, they're down a bunch of players too. So it's right. kind of like your – Weakness versus your our weakness. Who's secondary weakness is stronger. Players, uh, yeah. that, like who's playing? So it's – to me, I, I'm, I'm not as afraid. A lot of fantasy people have been saying not to play Adrian Peterson this week because of that. And I agree going forward that Adrian Peterson will be downgraded because of this O-line. But I think in this game, Adrian Peterson might be the way that they kind of run this offense and keep things manageable. So if the Redskins are to upset the Bucks, which, again, 51% of the time the Bucks win, so this is very likely potential. Tight. Right. It's not one that – it's a coin flip essentially. Okay. Um, they're gonna, it's going to be because Adrian Peterson gives them that stability and those, those yards and creates more manageable third downs. All right. Falcons – at Browns, I heard. You heard what? I heard Greg Williams was offered the win. He wasn't even going to have to play the game, but he turned it down, 
because he because just said, I want, I want my team to earn it. So, yes, apparently the NFL said, hey, we'll just give you the win. Do you want it? Yep. He said Same. no, so they're going to play the game. I heard somebody wrote him a letter to do that, and That's they right. delivered it with a carrier pigeon. That's exactly right. Right. There was no there were no emails. There's no calls. Me nothing. too, bro. No Me text. too. Uh, Atlanta favor – Atlanta uh, by four yes. is the number. Yes. Um, I have the Falcons winning in almost 60% of the simulations. Yeah. The Falcons win – 27-24, most likely in my model. So that's only three points. The, here's the here's some of the things that you need to watch as this week develops. If Matt Bryant is back, that could shift things more in the Falcons' favor. If, you know, there's – look, keep an eye – Deion Jones was allegedly practicing. Word like, on the street. Word on the street. So keep an eye on this one because this is one where I think – the Falcons could solidify that win and win by more points than, you know, than three is what currently is the most likely score. But this one could absolutely shift quickly. So I, that's that's something that's that's I'm not going to. I like riding the hot hand. And I know there's no math behind that. There's no tremendous analysis. But it seems as though the Falcons have figured out how to navigate all yep. of their defensive injuries. The offense has been running. Well, if you're navigating your injuries and then you get pieces back that are better than, you know, helpful sure. to you, then great. Exactly. So, again, keep an eye on this one. But, I do, again, it's funny about the Browns because they keep it close in every single game. They're not out of it. They're very close. They have got great pieces. It's just those pieces haven't figured out how to all work together to complement each other yet. They're banged up in their corners. They're banged up. Like, so that's that's kind of a that's a problem. But apart from that, I, I do think that they find a way to keep it close in this game. But, again, if, if the Falcons get any healthier, read the injury report. If they get any healthier – Bigger Falcons win. Yeah, I think, I mean, we know what Greg Williams likes to do. He has and a lot of G's in his name. That's what he likes his, to do. That's exactly he likes right. to write the letter G. He, uh, Greg Gaga. He, Greg Gaga. <laughs> Greg Gaga. He, um, his defenders are coming up field, and Matt Ryan is too savvy a quarterback not to take Boston advantage of that. Boston College graduate. That's yeah. right. Um, so you're going to probably see a lot of quick passing and a lot of yak and a lot of Calvin Ridley. Julio Jones getting the ball with maybe six, seven air yards, and those passes going for 20, 25-style yards. Not to mention Tevin Coleman has been fantastic mm-hmm. uh, after the injury to Deontay Freeman. Uh, I said his name wrong. Devontae. There we go. Not Deontay. Devontae Freeman. All right, let's uh, move his on brother. to the Dolphins. His brother. He's going to play. He's, exactly he's right. Freaky Friday thing, you know? Dolphins at Packers. This one's crazy. They Packers say win. the Packers should win by 10. That's yep. what they say. What do you say? So the Packers win in 71.4% of the simulations. The most likely score is only seven, Green Bay 28, Miami 21. Why, you ask? Why? Well, the Packers are very, very thin at linebacker. So their linebackers are, and and perhaps Blake Martinez isn't playing, who, by the way, 50, he's great. And if he's not playing, that's a big deal. The middle of the field's a big deal. So when that happens, you have to play safety. So safeties have to take on those linebacker roles. You play more nickel. That's the situation where the Dolphins could have success with these like crazy, wacky, short passes that they've been throwing. You see the Kenyon Drake stuff. You've seen the Jakeem Grant tricks. So those tricks help keep them closer with those light linebacker, you know, the, the lack of depth and the injuries on their linebacking core. So it's like, let's just hope that defensive front can it can take care of the Dolphins O-line, which by the way, they were down two starting tackles at one point during last game. And I don't know what the total health is because they're all listed on the injury report, but we haven't seen any complete status here, but but ultimately, if those tackles play, the Dolphins keep it closer than 10's an aggressive number. Not for me. 
Not for you. No. I mean, it's a, it's an offense that had four turnovers, including a pick six, and scored 13 points against the Jets. So if that's all your offense can muster but against if you that were, team. But if you're down two tackles, you're, you lost two tackles. I'm just saying you're taking on Aaron Rodgers. I feel you. Uh, and I, feel you. I'm, I have zero faith in your offense if you forced too, four interceptions, including a pick six, and you scored 13 points. Yes. That's you're not winning at Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers coming off two winning. straight losses. Anybody? No, no, I'm just saying. talking about winning. No, no, that's. I, I think this is a big. I'm going two touchdowns. You haven't used the Packers in Survivor. Bay. This might be your week. There you go. Uh, Seahawks at Rams. Okay. Well, and by the way, little game theory on game day morning on this one, a big uh, NFC show West showdown. Show is. What do we got? Okay, Rams win in 67.2% of the simulations. And the score? Uh, 30 to 23. Uh, and by not as much as uh, they think the Rams should some, win by. Some think it's going to be 10, but that's not me. I don't think that. Um, <laughs> You're going tighter. Yeah, so it's funny because both teams kind of – they use play action a lot. And it's funny because when you look to see, like, why they're doing it, it's for different reasons, right? It's for – one is to make use of number 30. They make the best use of number 30, so Todd Gurley. And the other is to evade pressure. So it's all about how how they're constructing these wins. And you got to give a lot of credit to everyone on Pete Carroll's staff for making that O-line not at, look as bad as – it could. What I mean, what I'll say about that O line is, they can't pass protect. They just yep. can't. And and I, you could you know the at the clink last week, the crowd was not what the typical twelves are because they were booing the offense because on third and twelves they're running the ball or they're running quick slants. Right. Coming up seven yards short. Why? Because Russell Wilson's getting crushed. If he's got to take, he can't even take a five step drop. Right. So what I think, and you mentioned crediting the staff. What that staff has done is figured out, okay, these no, guys they're can gonna run block. No, they're going to put them in the shotgun, then we're so, going to run. They, yeah. Nobody, and, nobody and runs out of the shotgun more than them. That, like, that's what's happening. Yeah, and right? that's they're, the one thing they're not doing that they need to do is use Russell Wilson's legs more. Right. I mean, that's that's the one thing they've got to figure out how to incorporate. I'm going to push back on you again, Cynthia. I'm going, uh, I'm going Rams big. Rams big. Rams big in this one. Remember it happened last it? year. You had one where Seattle knocked them off. The yep. second one, Rams beat them by like 30. I think especially coming off a loss, a lot of people starting to nitpick at the Rams, and they should, and their defense. But but how have the Rams been victimized? By elite quarterbacks attacking them on the outside. And if Russell Wilson doesn't have the time to attack on the outside because Aaron Donald and Dante Fowler are going to be in his lap by the time he gets to his fifth step, this is just not a team that you can milk the clock and use Chris Carson if he's going to play or Mike Davis or Rashad Penny. It ain't going to happen. So the one place that I'll push back on there and the Please. reason why, my model likes the fact that the Rams have allowed the highest yards per rush against the shotgun. That's how that's how the okay. Seattle Seahawks do Run it. right at them. So run right yeah, at them. Run right so at Aaron Donald. That's really just the okay. only way that can, keeps it keeps it much closer. I guess the just I like the emotional like I understand like Sean McVay doesn't lose in a row. Like I get it. He doesn't have back to, I I'm with you on all of that. Oh no, I'm like, just talking personally. Mathematically. Yeah, right? like I mean as good as KJ Wright and Bobby Wagner are is as much of a liability that Barcavius Mingo and that defensive line save Frank Clark who's been great at getting at. That's the that's actually probably the most interesting matchup here yep. is Frank Clark, who is wildly underrated totally. against Andrew Whitworth. But what you're seeing, too, with that team is they're moving him inside. He's taking on guards. Uh, I think that they'd be smart to move him inside. I've been looking at a lot about that, and it's like, well, like concede the Andrew Whitworths of the world. There yeah. aren't that many, right? There's Go attack inside. Much, 
and go attack inside, that you have a much better chance being disruptive there. It'll be interesting to watch that because Pete Carroll's that swarm style defense is really it really interesting. So I'm going to be watching this one to see ways to attack the Rams in the postseason. Okay. All right, guys, let's talk about taking care of your health. Whatever pain you may have, typically you get it looked at, right? Uh, Or maybe you don't. Maybe you just decide to deal with it. Uh, This, however, may help you out. Uh, We're talking about Roman. And don't be ashamed of ED. Don't freak out. Uh, If you have erectile dysfunction, just get it looked at. I mean, studies show 70% of guys who experience ED, they do not get treated for it. The good news is Roman has created an easy way for you to get checked out by a doctor online. So if for whatever reason, that's what's prevented you from taking care of this, you can now do it in the privacy of your own home. It's a one-stop shop. Licensed U.S. physicians can diagnose ED and ship medication right to your door. No waiting room, no awkward face-to-face conversations, uncomfortable trips to the pharmacy. You handle everything online. All you have to do is visit GetRoman.com slash Game Theory. GetRoman.com slash Game Theory. You'll fill out a brief medical onboarding, chat with a doctor, get an FDA-approved ED med delivered to your door. Discreet, unmarked packaging. If that's been your concern, have a concern no more. Erectile dysfunction, a problem that a lot of guys don't want to address. But with Roman, they make it easy to take care of. Right now, you get your free online visit. That's right, free by visiting GetRoman.com slash Game Theory. GetRoman.com slash Game Theory. Again, get that free online visit by going to GetRoman.com slash Game Theory. Let's go Lions at Bears. Yeah, do we have to? We do. Uh, they like the Bears by six and a half. Yeah. Okay. What was, was that? Was that a belch? Was that a lion? Was that a bear? It, it, listen. That's uh, I have no idea what that is, but if you're going to talk about the Bears, they have a great fight Do you think song. it was a bear? Because I think it was a lion. What do you think it was? I, I don't know. I have no idea. Right? I don't I, know. All right. Well, look, if you're going to talk about the Bears, then you need to bring to the Bear Down yeah. Chicago Bear song because it's a, it's a good song. Or just play Baloo singing the Bear Necessities. How about exactly. that? Exactly. That's the way to do it. Okay. Let's get some jazz in this thing. All right. Bears overwhelming win, 68.4% of the simulations. Although the cold, blah, blah, blah. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Bears win 27-21 most likely, which that's not as that's not a full touchdown. It's a little less than a touchdown. Part of the reason why – but look, here, here's, here's what it comes down to. If here's Khalil what comes Mack, If Khalil Mack is playing – Which it looks like he's going to. Which it, we don't know for sure, but if he is, then that number will get a lot bigger. Okay. So – Whatever that noise was should be your indication to check if Khalil Mack is playing. It sounded like the I, collective like groans. Band. It sounds like the groans of the state of Michigan that once we started celebrating the Lions, they let you down yet again. I never celebrate them. They're just that Honolulu. You want to, though. Like, you want to. I, I do. Sit up. I like to. Stop slouching. Um, Stop. Sl- have some respect. Yeah. All right. Okay. We done. We done. Money, put your tummy back out under you your go. windbreaker. Exactly. Bills at Jets. Did we cover everything? By the way, we good there? Yes. All right. Just Matthew Stafford. It was a bad Poor week. guy. It was a bad that pressure, week. Pressure. Yeah. It just really got him. He usually can handle it, but no. I have a feeling this one's going to be fast. Bills at Jets. Josh McCown. No Sam Darnold. He's hurt. Uh, Jets by seven and a half. What do you got? It's such a weird number. Jets win in 68.2% of the simulations. Most likely score 23-17. What? Okay, stay away. Go I got nothing. Just go away. Just Here's, letting you know I got nothing. I like McCown. 
He's he's actually a very good – he won them games last season sure. that kind of screwed them in terms of where they were drafting. Yeah. So they had to, like, make some trades to get their quarterback, which is kind of ironic, right? right. And then now he's, he's good. He does not turn the ball over. I think this is going to be a very boring game. And – Okay, go from there. But that works. Boring in the sense of not a ton of scoring. Like I, I, I like both teams. Don't, don't. All right, let's go to uh, Jaguars at Colts, AFC South. You in ready? Indianapolis, Indianapolis ba, ba, by three. Ba, 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 do you ba. like it? Do you not like it? What do you got? Ready for it? What do we got? Jaguars win. Okay. Fifty-seven point seven. So fifty-eight percent of the simulations most likely score 25-23. This is a high number. <laughs> um, okay. I, what here's here's the reason why. If Leonard Fournette plays, so they've had a week off. If Leonard right. Fournette plays, a lot changes. If he doesn't play, a lot changes. So ultimately, so you want to keep an eye on the injury report. You want to keep an eye on the injury report on this one. The run game is going to be the key to everything. The Jags don't change. They can't come from behind. They can't seem to slow people down once they've lost the lead or the tie, right? So they're going to need to create that stability through the run game. That's a huge one in this one, especially considering, you know, like, look, I, here's here's my love for Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck, only 10 sacks in eight games, and it's the lowest sack average in the league. So they had the bye last week. The O-line's been great. Their O-line's been, been awesome. Great. And it was their, Let's their credit, greatest liability. Let's credit Andrew Luck a bit with this, with decision-making, because he's, he's good. He's avoided sacks in situations too, but the past three games that they played, zero sacks. So that's that's very against this defense. That's unlikely to happen. You know, the, a sack should happen. That that seems like unlikely. And, and a good running game has helped him. I mean, Marlon Mack's been great. Absolutely. So that's been a big boon as well. Do you want to do playoff percentages or do you want to do confidence picks? What would you prefer right now? You know what? It's your we... adventure. You choose. So first I'm going to get, how about I give you like five people who are going to score a touchdown and then we can do whatever you want. As long as it's compelling. If I don't care if these people score a touchdown, then then I don't care. Well, How do you like I that? Mean, How do you like that pushback? Listen. Because you tell me Antonio Brown's going to score a touchdown, I'm going to say, yeah, he no, is going to score a touchdown. No, I'm going to tell you some sneaky You tell me people. Kareem Hunt's going to score a touchdown. Who do you got? No, I'm going to tell you some right, sneaky people who are going to score the touchdown. What do we got? Mark Ingram. Yeah. You don't think that's exciting? Not impressed. You're not impressed? Not impressed. Who else? Come on. That's right. Cat calls from the crowd. Who else you got? <laughs> Who else you got? Um. Okay, fine. I'll go deeper than that. Let's go with tight ends because you know what? We got that one right. Let's see. It depends what tight end. Oh, my goodness. I want to be impressed, Cynthia. Who do you got? I'm going to go with your guy, Antonio Gates. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> he hasn't. I think he's got one touchdown this year, so that's interesting. Okay. And that—that's a. I think that's okay. a pretty good. There's, one. there's two. Okay. Who else? There's two, but only one that you like. Right. So I wanted to figure out which LA Ram wide receiver to pick because of Not all impressed. of them. You want all of them? Fine. Robert Woods is the best one. Okay, but fine. fine. It's just an impressive. Not impressed. Fine. Not impressed. You are the worst. I am the worst. You I are. want look. You want to give me touchdowns? I want touch. I want to be impressed. Who else you got? Like, I want John Ross. I want Adam Humphreys. Well, Tyler Boyd. I want Tyler Boyd. Of course he's going to score a touchdown. He's of Tyler Boyd. He's score you a touchdown. said he was he's your Tyler number Boyd. one receiver on Fantasy Live for the remainder of the season. And yeah, so far, that bold prediction has uh, has been awfully smart. Okay. Deshaun Jackson. Okay. That's interesting. He's been embattled, complaining a little bit. Kenny Galladay. Okay. I like that as well, especially against a, uh, a Chicago Bears defense that has been awfully stingy. Yeah. See, that's good stuff. All right. Well, finally, geez, we're getting a little. And by the way, I think Nick Chubb is huge. He has a huge has a huge fantasy day. Okay. So there we go. 
that I can take. And I also told you Adrian Peterson earlier. So are those confidence picks or are those touchdowns? Those are just touchdowns. Okay, who's, what are, are the confidence picks? The confidence picks. All right, so I already told you that I liked there to be more scoring in Sunday night in Philadelphia right. than we thought. Okay, one. Um, that's one. I think that your LAC, your Chargers, okay. I think that their big, huge, monstrous win okay. is something to absolutely think about. Okay. And <laughs> a lot. Like, think about it. That's like, two. We need one more. One more. Let's go with one that's a little sneaker, just because, like, it's not, you know, we, I want to keep it spicy for you. That's what we like. I like spicy foods. I put tapatio on my eggs. What do you got? <laughs> what? And but, Frank's Red Hot. I love Frank's. I like the tapatio better. See, I'm a Frank's guy. Okay. Is it is it spicy to say that New Orleans is going to win? No. By a lot? Of course they're going to win by a lot. How about Jacksonville? Fine. I'll be, I'll be confident on that. Okay. Because yeah. everybody else thinks it's love the Colts. It. Love it. Fine. That's confidence. Outright win for the Jags. All right, here we go. Now, quickly to uh, run through the playoff percentages because we are just in week 10. So these are fluid, and they yep. tend to change yep. dramatically week in Things and week out. Things that change, Rams and Saints. They're, right. they're in. So, but yep. what's below them is is awfully interesting because you got a third-place team in their division in the number four slot. So right. let's go. let's go with the NFC North champion, according to your model, is... Go pack, go. Crazy. Yep. But look at their remaining. Why would schedule. we? Yeah. It's why all would about we remaining doubt? schedule. They have in their remaining schedule. They're favored in every game except for a coin flip game against Minnesota in Minnesota. They have four remaining games where they're over seventy percent favorites in my okay. model. That's why they make it. So come at gotcha. me, come at me, Minnesota fans. And by the way, Eagles. They're num- they're in the number three spot. So it goes Rams, Saints, Eagles, Packers, Panthers, Bears right now. And Panthers. Panthers, even if they do not win on Thursday night, they will still be in the playoffs. They have the best remaining schedule of these kind of board, these Man, fringe. Viking fans are going to be pissed. Skull! They lead the NFC North right now, and you have them out of the postseason, or at least it's good. they're you know what? It, near this the top. One, this one, they're right now number seven. This one's going to come down to their meeting with the Bears. Like, it, it, they have a few. It could right. easily sway. Either direction in this one. The Bears just have the benefit of playing a easier schedule overall. They're playing that fourth-place schedule, and the Vikings are not. They're playing a first-place schedule this season. So, Vikings fans, you could be mad because last year you were so good. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's why. We'll take it. Uh, let's go to the AFC and what we have for our playoff percentages. Chiefs, Pats. Okay. Right there, yeah. Boring, no boring. Um, Texans are number three. And by the way, there's so Chiefs and Pats are both over 99%. Texans, Steelers next. They're around 62 and 61%. So that's that's kind of interesting. And then the Chargers at number five, they're actually 60.4%. That's really high for a fifth place team yeah. at this point in the season. And then right now it's the Ravens. But honestly, between the Ravens, Bengals, Jags, and Colts, this Jags – tight. It's very tight. The Colts have a big, big drop-off as of right now. So the Jags are 8, 49%. The Colts are 9, 17%. But this head-to-head matchup will do a lot to shift that. Yeah. The my, the 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 whole thing here, the whole the Dolphins are next, by the way. And if the Dolphins manage to beat the Packers, they'll put themselves way into contention too, which is strange. But it's kind of weird how low the Titans are. And and my whole thing watching this is if the because the Titans have a pretty hard schedule they're playing the pa- the Patriots this week obviously and they're not slated to win that game if somehow they win that game the Titans can play spoiler for the Jags okay. and I think it's important to point out as you said the the Bengals and Ravens are separated by two tenths of a point yep 
and they have head-to-heads coming. So Correct. however yeah. those play out so, is how yeah, that's going to shake exactly. out. All right, that is, uh, that is our Week 10 Game Theory and Money. Again, a big thank you to those of you downloading, streaming, listening, sharing on social media. We'll be back again next week. See if Cynthia can put together another dominant week. She has had a few so far this season where it has been really lopsided in your favor against the numbers. So uh, we'll be back next week to recap. And Remember to follow her on Twitter for all yeah. updates based and on injury reports. If you want to like put your picks in, I, you can do that on my Twitter too. You can, there's a, yeah, there you go. That's right. You do encourage them. Yeah, you You can do it. Go against the math whiz. All right. Thanks for downloading, streaming, listening. We'll be back again. And I don't know what that is. Um, And we'll maybe figure it out. I have no idea what that is. Yeah. We'll have to find out from Sean Shoppy. A big thank you to Sean and also Mark Brady and everybody uh, affiliated with the podcast. I have forgotten too. Yes, Bill. Damn. He shares the same last name with me too. Thank you, Bill. Is your, is he your son? Uh, not my son. Oh, uh, he's my father. As a matter of fact, it's very odd the way that worked out. It's a medical miracle. All right, we'll be back again next week.